0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Thursday morning. Hope you've got plenty of free time. Because we've got a big show today. A lot going on in the world of Mississippi State. We're here to talk about it. I want to thank you guys for tuning in at supertalk.fm, which is coming back. Just, 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 just coming back. Or wherever it is you get podcasts from. I want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churnin' and Spoon Ice Cream. Joe, you came in there with something to drink. You got no strange brew. Well, I, I,
1: rest assured, I've already had it. I brewed it up at the house. Had so you're good southern, to go. You're locked had in. Had southern pecan. So as we record tonight, mm-hmm. I'm all jacked up on strange brew. Well, that's not Mountain Dew. It just looks no, like that's a lemonade. Actually, it's like Country Time. I think it's Country Time, but it may be like it's basically Crystal Light. But I think it may be like the Country Time Crystal Light brand. Okay, kind of deal. I so don't anyway, know anything it's, it's about a those things. I know about
0: Strange Brew Coffee House, though. I know plenty about it. And I know about Churn and Spoon Ice Cream, two of the best places in, in town. If you, if you, you know, I know the old McDonald's slogan was "You deserve a break today," but screw McDonald's. All right, They're not interested. When you deserve a break, when you, you we've had a good day, treat yourself to something from Strange Brew from Churn and Spoon. I promise you'll feel even better. McDonald's got Jeremy Pruitt a break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did. They did. Some Happy Meals went out in Knoxville. No question about that. He's loving it. (laughs) And, of course, you know, there's a rivalry between Strange Brew and uh, McDonald's anyway. So they're probably not too mad that we're dissing them. We we
1: we haven't had any, like, friendly banter between the two lately, I don't believe. No. No. Speaking of Jeremy Pruitt, he uh, apparently had a job and then didn't in a span of, like, 30 seconds today. What? I saw one report that he was going to be on the Jets staff. And then I saw another one like five minutes later and said, whoop, not yet. So Yeah, I think he's like
0: looking at his options there. Anyway, The fact that there's not a college option sort of tells you something. Yeah. There you go. Speaking of college, college corner, college corner store. Hey, we got the new MSU football schedule. That gives you plenty of time to buy a new shirt. Don't show up on September the 4th at Davis Wade Stadium in that same ratty polo. Don't do it. The people around
1: you, they're laughing at you, buddy. It's time to upgrade. And if you already have a maroon polo, well, you better get you a white because you know there's going to be a out or something. It, and plus, uh, look, Mississippi State
0: versus Louisiana Tech, first weekend of the season. You smell that? That is eleven a.m. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the smell of the sun baking you in the, in, in just coming off the stands. It's just going to be wear a white shirt. Don't I don't care what MSU tells you to wear. Wear a white shirt. That's the way to go. And when you do, well, then. You're going to have a nice new polo from College Corner. Advantage Business Systems. Right now, they know this is the time. It's time to get your business moving in the right direction. Let's make 2021 the best year you've ever had for your business. And you're going to do that with a quick phone call to Advantage Business Systems. Call them today and find out how they can give you a helping hand. 6 I'm sorry, 844-833-6245. Or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Well, Joel, we got a big show here today. Big show. We got a lot. We got a lot going on. We got a lot of news and then we got a lot of rumblings. So just right now, if you're on your, your drive and you know, normally you listen to Thunder and Podca- Lightning Podcasts on your way to work. Well, you need to take a couple laps. Call the boss. Tell me you're gonna be a little late. Let's start with news. Mississippi State's football schedule is Official, uh, we already knew the non-conference stuff, but now the, uh, the official uh, schedule for 2021 is out. Uh, no, Obviously, no surprises. We knew who the opponents were going to be. Just let's, look, let's just go through it real quick. Start the season with three out of four home games. Uh, La Tech to start the year. North Carolina State. Interested to see what the uh, resolution is going to be on that. Yeah. As far as getting North Carolina State a, a home game. Memphis at Memphis, and then LSU comes here at, to start bowl on September 25th. October 2nd, State goes to track Texas a and By week, I'm sorry, off week. Let's clean up that verbiage. Then at Alabama, I'm sorry, no, Alabama here. At Nashville to play Vanderbilt. Kentucky at home. At Arkansas and at Auburn. Tennessee State, and then of course the Egg Bowl closes it out. On a Saturday. On a Saturday, as we stand now. I know a lot of people got mad a few years ago. They were like, oh, I've already made, you know. I would just go ahead and say, if I were you, maybe I'm going to, you know, wait a second before I make my plans for the Egg Bowl. It's the Egg Bowl. There'll, there'll be rooms. There'll be tickets. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying maybe you should, you should just be, you should be careful with it. You know?
1: Yeah, I, I do wonder a little bit. Um, you talk about that. I wonder how locked into that Saturday the Egg Bowl is just because the fantastic Mississippi State Marketing video that, that they put out um, with the group message yeah. back and forth. Uh, if you notice at the end there, one of the things it said was it's a Saturday or something yeah. like that. I can't remember exactly. I, I'm sure they're, they're so, pretty locked in. Yeah. But
0: I also know that if the SEC network and ESPN say, yeah. hey, we're moving you to Thursday, guess what? Yeah, TV comes calling, it's probably going to move to You're moving Thursday. to Thursday. So, um, all in all, you know, I feel like it's a schedule that sets up to finish or to start pretty strong and a chance to finish pretty strong. I mean, you look at your last four games, Arkansas, Auburn, Tennessee, State, Ole Miss. State is probably going to be favored, or at worst, at worst, a touchdown or less underdog in all four of those games. You start the season with three non-conference games. As group of five teams go, Louisiana Tech and Memphis are competitive teams. They are the title teams who can step up and beat an SEC team every now and then. North Carolina State is a good you know they are a good match for mississippi state in terms of what the acc has to offer then you have lsu who i don't know what i know about them but i know that they are in a they have a lot going on off the field and how will that translate to on the field
1: i don't and, know and it part. doesn't feel like that they're going to go from what they were this past season to back to elite in one no. offseason no it feels like they so should it feels be feels like a game you got a shot feels like they
0: should be really excited if they win eight or nine games yeah so we'll see so i feel like yeah but then you have that middle stretch at, A, at A&M and at Alabama. Or, sorry, Alabama. I don't know why they keep saying at Alabama. You know? October is an interesting month. You could go 2-2 two and two in that month. You could go 1-3 and three in that month, depending on what Kentucky is. Um, but you know you're going to beat Vanderbilt. You feel like you're going to be able to do that. I feel like this, just looking at it, my first thought was 7-5. and five.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's very realistic. I think
0: you, you win your non-conference games, and then you beat Vanderbilt, uh... And then two out of Ole Miss, I, Auburn. I'm saying Auburn is a winnable game. Arkansas, Kentucky, LSU. Can you go two and three in that stretch? It's probably you're probably good.
1: I mean, it kind of feels like go ahead and mark it down, Joel's jinx in State in 2021. But it kind of feels like the floor is six and six. Like, I, I, could you see five and seven? Yeah, right? I mean, if North Carolina, you could lose to North Carolina State. Okay. And then you could
0: lose. Is there the,
1: any chance do you think of losing? Uh, I guess there's always a chance when you line up play, but realistically, do you think there's a chance of losing? LaTeX Tech or Memphis? Like you said, always a
0: chance. Memphis is. I mean, they beat Ole Miss recently. Yeah. But I think Memphis is a little bit trending down. You know, they had the good run with Flinte and then Norvell. You know, it's tough to make three coaches in a row succeed. Yeah. So I mean, uh,
1: it, so I guess where I'm getting at, if you think the floor of non-conference is three and one. Hmm.
0: And then um, you could go two and six in conference. Yeah, I guess you that's... could beat Vanderbilt and one other team. It's possible, so we'll see. I don't think that's going to be the
1: case, though. The thing is, it's... like with State, I, I can't see them. I don't know how much better they'll be, but I can't see them taking like a step back from what they were. This right, past year. It, but that,
0: but the I think some other teams in the could SC's say might something be better. similar. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you said Brian, make a prediction right now. I'd say seven and five, but we'll see. And I we'll think see. I'm right there with you. We'll see where that, uh, that takes Mississippi State. And of course, great to see the schedule. It is. It just, it just
1: felt good. It so, is. And, I mean, you never say never after the year we just went through. But feels even like you track. It feels like even if the pandemic's still kind of a thing by then, that given the fact that what we know nowadays with testing and masks and whatever, even if you have to do some of that at the beginning, if it's still around, by the, it just feels like the season's going to start on time this time. I agree. I agree with you. Something else is about to start on time.
0: Curtain, 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 all right, as we said, and as we've been talking about for the past week or so, Kretravian Hargrove is a Mississippi State Bulldog, or at least he's committed to be one. Uh, four-star running back out of Ruston, Louisiana. Uh, offers from South Carolina, Penn State, Baylor, Boston College, Florida State. Good good offer sheet uh, for this kid. Uh, I like state skill position guys in this class. I like them a lot. I yeah, mean, too. Uh, Sawyer Robertson's really good. I think Teddy Knox, really good. Harmon, I feel – I'm intrigued by Harmon. I think Jacoby Moore is underrated. Hargrove and Simeon Price. Simeon Price is an interesting guy now because now you don't really need him at running back. I think they're going to keep him there, but they don't need him there. So they can let him sort of maybe do a little bit of both, be a jack-of-all-trades kind of guy. And Rodarius Thomas. This guy, all of these guys had multiple Power 5 offers. I really like that group, and I think this is a pretty solid class. State now up to 25th uh, nationally. That That being said, though, are you surprised that State got a, I mean, a, a four-star running back with this quality of offers? I mean, a running back after the year State just had.
1: Yeah, when he picked up this offer a couple weeks ago, and it started to become a little bit evident that State was the heavy favorite to get him. We talked about it on the show then, but I, two weeks later, I don't know that I know anymore. It, it, it is strange, isn't it? I mean, I don't know how else weird. to say it. Like, <laughs> A four-star running back
0: just pops up out of nowhere and commits to a team that didn't run the ball hardly at all. Actually.
1: And I know both Rivals and 24-7 have done some ratings updates in the last mm-hmm. week or so, yeah, last his, few days. his rating is now locked in. Um, But it wasn't all that long ago, like his previous rating, I think he may have been like the country's number nine running back or something He's like that. He's down to 15th now. So, But still, I mean, a top 15 Crazy, and He's just sitting there and he was committed to lock – Law yeah, La Tech. I mean, I'm not hating on Law Tech. It's just what it I seems read.
0: Like... From what I read, from I read the uh, Gabe Brooks, who was one of the, the recruiting analysts for 24/7. He, the kid suffered an injury uh, mid-season, and some schools I don't know. If backed off is the right term, but they were you know, they were evaluating him to make sure State stayed on him. They feel like it's just a, a regular run-of-the-mill injury. and He's going to be fine, and now he's coming to Starkville. Uh, so I'm I'm intrigued by the. Like I said I, I love States skill position guys. You know, obviously they have some work to do in some other areas, but that group, you know, it, when it comes to scoring points, I feel like state's going to be able to do that. Two spots left in this class. One is going to go to Ty Cooper, who I feel like state does not have a backup plan for. If he doesn't come, you're just out of you're just out there. Then the, the next one is going to be a defensive back. It's going to CJ Johnson has first right of refusal, then you have uh a couple of high school guys and the grad transfer, Amos, from Villanova. One of those guys will get that spot. But I, I, I will say this. They must feel pretty good about Cooper because we aren't seeing, the way we are with Johnson, we aren't seeing a lot of backup defensive linemen getting offers at this stage.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're you're not. I mean, to my knowledge anyway, and I, I'm obviously not the recruiting guru here, ha- hadn't been any late last-minute, big-time offers roll in for Ty Cooper, no. which it has seemed all along like he might kind of be waiting for just to see. Right. Um, it always has seemed like if that didn't happen, that your your biggest competition for his services w- was Ole Miss, and then when Deke when Adams is gone, that relationship, which was pretty strong um, between Cooper and, and Adams, that relationship severed. So mm-hmm. it just feels like all signs are pointing towards Ty Cooper to be a Bulldog. He'll be, he'll, so. He should end up being a Mississippi State Bulldog.
0: What six days from today? What uh, was when that's done? The class, like I said, are now ranked twenty fifth. Uh, we'll see how it pans out in the wash. And
1: I imagine... Johnson, uh, shout out to Paul Jones on the, I think Johnson is planning to announce his plans prior yes. to signing day. Uh,
0: He—that's uh, not surprising when you look at his, his, the, the 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 decommitment note he wrote and everything I've heard about this kid and how important academics yeah. are. It's it's obvious he is not the type who would be involved in signing day shenanigans. Yeah. You know, not, and I, I don't want to go so far as to say, like, if you have signing day shenanigans, you're automatically a bust and a poor character person. I don't believe that, but there are, but there are people who would not, who just wouldn't be a part of that. Calvin Johnson strikes me as that kind of guy. My guess is he'll make his intent. It'll be easy to tell when he when he tells the MSU staff because if Shikari Denson or I forget the the, the kid from Mobile's name commits, that's how you know. Yeah, that's how you'll know. It's just be pretty simple. So all right. That's the news for today. Let's move on into the rumblings brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I want to remind you, Valentine's Day packages, they are available, but you got to get on those things early, guys. Valentine's Day, you know, if I'm making it easy for you, if all you gotta do is call somebody and everything's taken care of. I mean, I can't I can't do much more for you than that. This is a phone call away. $70 package, five seafood stuff mushrooms, two steaks. Either a ribeye or a fillet; those are your choice. Side of a, two sides of asparagus, two sides of mashed potatoes, and of course, the sweet salty love. Chocolate covered. Five pieces cake. of chocolate. I had I had a friend of mine reach out to me and she was like, uh, "Hey, why why is it five? Why shouldn't it be, shouldn't it be six? So we can get equal numbers." And I said, "No, the guy gets
1: more." <laughs> simple as that or it's valentine's you know you eat two sheets too and then that last one is kind of like lady a, the tramp tramp? in it like lady in the yeah oh okay I,
0: I, Joel's good. look over there the, the, the king of romance joel coleman over man, there yeah. very good very good uh but yeah it's just a phone call away and no matter what day it is man it's always a sweet day to have a steak welcome home beef will get you taken care of they've got all manner of cuts over there Just waiting for you to come pick one up. And, of course, all you got to do is ask, guys. That eye of round that I cooked last weekend, all I had to do was ask. And, boom, I've got one. So that can be you, too. Whatever you want to cook, Welcome Home Beef can help you out. Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. This Valentine's Day, don't, don't, don't worry about going out. Don't worry about wearing a mask, social distance, all that stuff. Call Welcome Home Beef. Let them take care of you. And you'll know one thing is for sure. It just tastes good. All right. We got a lot of questions, Joel. I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready to dole out some wisdom. I was born ready, as we they go. say. Rob Hadaway wants to know, did he get his question in before Justin Strong? You did. Yep. First one today. Good job. What time was it? 19 hours ago. So let me see here. I guess I can click on this here. Well, I mean, 10.49 p.m. That... Okay. So right after you, he basically right after you tweeted that we were going to do the rumble. Yep. So Graham Yateman wants to know what happened to Jalen Johnson. Would have loved his offense and free throws. Played eight minutes last night. It's kind of strange. If you if you go back and watch the game, he was in for a possession where State got a stop, out in transition, and he took sort of an off balance three pointer. And I don't think he played after that. So I don't know if they didn't like the shot selection. But here's what I would say to that. You don't like people's shot selection. There are a lot of other
1: guys that need to be on the bench, too. There's a lot of poor shots, sele- especially in that game. Yeah, Jalen Johnson does seem to be a guy, though. If he's not giving you good shot selection and making those shots, he's, he's not giving you anything. He's a defensive liability. Yes. But Cam Matthews is an offensive liability. And in but I have, I have I'd rather ne- score. I, I agree but there has not been a moment and there probably has been one, mm-hmm. but I can't think of a moment where Cam Matthews out there and I thought he's not holding up his end of the bargain defensively. Defensively, yeah. Like he always said, but, then but on the other end of the court, it's it's a problem. But but you know that you have at least fifty percent of like if offense is fifty percent, defense is fifty percent, you know out of Cam Matthews you're always getting at least fifty percent out of him. So you're saying you're not I'm getting 50 well, offensively? What from I'm Taylor saying, Johnson. yes. What I'm saying is, if Jalen Johnson isn't holding up his end offensively, mm-hmm. then he doesn't need well, to be. He's got to
0: get there. more than 12 minutes in two games Agreed. to do that. Though, Agreed. So. Uh, Brandon Maskew, one of my favorite topics here. What is your favorite cereal of all time, and why is Cinnamon Toast Crunch your answer?
1: I don't know if if Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my it's favorite, but it is top three.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Not not my favorite
1: though. Um. I'm am th- trying to think like if I'm on a desert island, I can only have one cereal. Mm-hmm. What, what 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 am I taking?
0: I got I got two that I'm working with here. What do you got?
1: <sighs> I actually might. As crazy as it sounds. Oh God!
0: Here comes cornflakes, y'all. Well, I was gonna say frosted. I was gonna wheat. say frosted flakes. Okay, frosted flakes I can live with. But you're gonna go healthy there, oh, Special no. K or no. something. No. All
1: right. I, I I don't go with cereals that don't have some sweetness to it. Okay, I'm with you. I'm,
0: I'm a- apple gonna go. jacks is in the discussion. Apple too. jacks is very underrated. We, we could do it, literally a cereal podcast. I love cereal. Uh, captain Crunch Crunch Berries or Waffle Crisp are my top two there.
1: Uh, see, Crunchberries, you can throw that crap out. I don't want that. Oh! Yeah, no no part of that. No
0: Crunch of the Captain? No. Oh.
1: Waffle uh,
0: Crisp is something you, you I would eat that like I would eat Cracker Jacks. Like, I don't need a spoon. Just hand me the box.
1: I haven't gotten it in a long time. I used to love that Reese's cereal, though. Oh, the my Reese's kids like box. that. Um, I don't like chocolatey cereal. Well, It's kind of peanut buttery too. Well, I don't like I don't, I don't like, the like the Crunch the,
0: peanut butter crunch. Either. That's
1: what I was about to say. I, I, uh, I like I like peanut butter crunch. No, but I, I think my top three is Frosted Flakes, Apple Jacks,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and cinnamon toast crunch.
0: Okay. Where's Fruit Loops in this?
1: Uh, it, it's it's four or five. Do you like
0: marshmallow probably. cereals? Lucky Charms, Frankenberry. The thing Count is, chocolate.
1: the thing is, with like Lucky Charms, I would rather just have the marshmallow. They make that, do they? I think they okay. I think they make
0: the marshmallows.
1: Uh, but, yes, I do like them. What is your healthy cereal of choice? I don't know that I've ever... I mean, I, I'm sure I've raisin had Raisin Bran,
0: Total, Wheaties. You didn't eat your Wheaties? You started no. me as a kid who would eat his Wheaties. Man, if Chipper
1: Jones had been on the box, you wouldn't have bought maybe, a box of Wheaties? Probably. But I, I kid you not, man. I mean, all my cereals got some... Got, got I love Raisin Nut
0: Bran. That's a good one. It's got, like, brown sugar-covered raisins. Yeah. It's good. Honey Bunches of Oats.
1: That's I good. love cereal, That's by the
0: way. That's good. I'm like Jerry Seinfeld, man. Give me, give me the cereal. Our friend Robbie Falk wants our top three Royal Rumble
1: moments. Ooh. Ah, uh, maybe my favorite, and I'm I'm biased here because it was the lone Royal Rumble I've attended. Okay. Um, the not the most recent Edge return at the Rumble, the which one, was two, the 2020 arena, but the one in Atlanta. Yeah, so that's a good one. Like I can't remember if it was like 2010, 2011. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. That one is probably my favorite, just because mm-hmm. being in the building. His last one was really cool though, because you didn't.
0: I didn't know that he was coming. Yeah, and I thought his career was over. Yeah, I, and you can really see the emotion on his face. Yep, that's a good one. Flair winning it and going all the way
1: has got to my, be on the list. My favorite moment though mm-hmm. might be Cena's return at MSG. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not a huge Cena guy, but that's a good moment. That because that's
0: again that's another one like. When you say surprises, you know there's gonna be a couple legends in there. You don't know who they're gonna be, but you know they're coming. Yeah. Nobody knew Cena was coming.
1: No. They they didn't. They, I mean, they he, had that. I mean, he was up. back like five months ahead of schedule yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean yeah. he, that
0: guy's a super freak. He really <laughs> Um Is there a match outside of the Rumble that stands out to you? The one the only one I can think of was I think this was at the Royal Rumble. Was Lesnar Rollins and the Cena. The triple right?
1: threat. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fantastic wrestling match. That's up there with that that's up there is one of like my top five. It's a WWE match. It's a great match. Yeah.
0: Great match. I mean, it, it's so I'm trying to think if there's anything else that like stands out to me. You know, Austin McMahon, the first one there.
1: <laughs> McMahon like breaking his or uh, uh, oh re- yeah, or he tore his right. quads. That's that that was great, the, the Batista, that's a great funny moment. Batista. Batista Cena. Cena.
0: Who was supposed to go over there it was Batista, right? Batista I, was the one I, was supposed I, to win.
1: I think so. You yeah. said
0: go over, and it means two things when you talk about the Royal Rumble.
1: Another cool moment for me though was uh Oh I got Sh- another match Sean Taker. That they were the final yeah, two yeah. in the rumble and that went like ten minutes. Yeah.
0: The street fight, Cactus Jack, and Triple H. Yeah. That's a fantastic match. All right. Let's move on. People are getting upset. Dr. Turf Dirt. I want to know more. I've got to be <laughs> honest. Who gets closer to a national title? MSU baseball or softball?
1: Uh, no offense to the Samantha Ricketts and company, mm-hmm. but my 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 guess here is baseball. Softball is building towards. Yeah,
0: the, baseball's in the in, they're already in the in the arena. Yeah, you know, softball. I mean, they're ranked. They got their highest preseason ranking ever. They got a, got a lot of good young talent. I like what Ricketts is doing there, but baseball is the answer here.
1: Yeah, and for as good as softball was last year, and they were really good. Mm-hmm. They they run into some of the same issues that SEC baseball runs into, yeah. and that like there's so many good teams. Well, in the I think SEC. twelve
0: teams are ranked in The top twenty-five. Yeah, two years ago was it? You know, only thirteen teams play Vanderbilt doesn't play softball, uh, but like two years ago, thir- all thirteen made the tournament. I mean, what do, what do you want? That's tough. Another one from Brandon Maskew. You, you walk. We walk into a bar with our two friends. With two friends, well, you and I are there with two other people. Beautiful single woman sitting alone at their table. Our friends are Steve Robertson and Brandon Walker. Which one has the better chance of getting her number? First I, off, I have a lot of issues. <laughs> First off, all of us are married. Uh, Secondly, if the question had been, which had the better chance of wearing her skin, it would be Brandon Walker. (laughs) It rubs the
1: lotion on its skin, damn it. Uh, (sighs) All right, everybody, let's make everybody, well, me and you don't have to be single. Let's make those two single. Okay, so they're they're single. Boy, Brandon really screwed up
0: because he outkicked his coverage in a major league way. Uh, not that Steve's wife isn't a beautiful woman and a really nice lady uh, it depends on what this woman is by yes. the way like yes. if she likes a bad if boy she's into
1: music and everything she's like that going with Steve then yeah rocking on with Steve Robertson if she if has it's... a
0: soft spot for the disabled
1: it's Brandon Walker
0: <laughs> so I'm going to vote for
1: Steve I feel like Steve could play it to where he would whatever she was interested in Steve.
0: He's less socially awkward than Brandon is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you've been in, with Brandon in more social yeah. situations than I have. Yeah. I've been around Steve, and Steve can be a chameleon in that yeah. whatever you're interested in, he has. he's going to be yeah. able to wiggle his... Yeah. I'm going Steve.
0: Okay. I'm going Steve. Alexandra Watson wants to know, why can't they make a seedless lemon? Clearly they can make seedless fruits, but why not a lemon? Especially since you almost always squeeze a lemon. I use lemon every week, and every week I get angry when I have to pick the seeds out of my food. I'm no agronomist or anything of that nature. uh, But that's a good question, it feels like. There are seedless grapes. There are seedless tomatoes, I believe. Seedless watermelon? Yeah. Why not a seedless lemon? I think MSU's agriculture department needs to start working on this. Can you imagine if they invented the seedless lemon? That's a million-dollar idea is what that is. Do we
1: know for a fact there's not a seedless lemon?
0: All right, now you, let's, now, let's, now we gotta I, Google it. Seedless lemons. Okay, Alex, we got you taken care of here. You're gonna go to Wonderful.com. They got naturally seedless lemons for sale there. How much is how much are lemons? Now, a lemon at the grocery store.
1: Would Wonderful.com, if you have any of your representatives listening, if you'd like further advertising, just on, let us know. We're giving yeah. them,
0: a, we're, giving them a, we're giving them the free thing. Where where do, where do you buy it? Can you but can you shop online uh, surely our brands I need I feel like I want to know more there this is the this is the the group that makes palm they make halos they make uh Fiji I some water halos. oh kid wonderful pistachio okay this is okay I've heard of this company then. so they uh, they do make seedless lemons you just got to find them all right, Chandler Knight is encroaching uh, in, in on MSU history territory when he says he wants us to rank these MSU Jeffs. Let's go: Jeff Malone, Jeff Brantley, Ooh. Jeff Simmons, Ooh. Jeff Phelps, Jeff Ray. Now, Jeff, I Phelps I love you, is Jeff last. Phelps, but you're last. you're dead last.
1: And Jeffrey Ray, who I love, had some classes with him and, and things. He's f- he's, 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 next. Fourth. Yeah, like he's fourth. Yeah, he's fourth. This is a tough three one. three man race for number one here. All right.
0: If we go by their seating in the greatest bulldog bracket, it would be Malone uh Simmons Brantley, I believe. But I think Brantley might
1: I think Malone might Malone for me might be one here. <sighs> and Brantley two. Then Simmons three. And Simmons three. Ah oh, gosh though. It feels bad.
0: I feel I'm telling you that I've said it before, I think Simmons might be MSU's second all time greatest football player. This is is
1: our hardest name. This is the toughest one so far. We've got another one coming that's not easy either. I mean, Malone's second in points, right?
0: I believe so. In state
1: basketball history to to Bailey Howell, a Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah. But Brantley, I mean, a monster. Simmons, we all know what he did. I think we're right, though. I think this might, we're correct. I think we're going to go Malone. Brantley, Brantley, Simmons, Simmons. Ray, Phelps. Phelps is a distant fifth, by the way. Love Coach Phelps. Now, if we were doing who cooks the best barbecue, he might be number one. I've never had anybody else's, though.
1: Simmons gets hurt here Mm -hmm. because, for as great as he was, there are no stats stats to back it up as much because he played the position he played. And he, I mean, I will forever believe that like Montez Sweat and some of those other guys, I mean, they mm-hmm. got where they were because of jail. Simmons made it easy on everybody. I mean, not that those other guys were not talented, too. Right. But,
0: but when you have that guy, it makes it easier. Yeah. No question. All right. Um, Andy Atkinson, the enforcer, AA. What professions currently require you to lose your first name and replace it with your job title? And then follow-up, what professions should require this? Well, obviously doctor,
1: Minis- judge. Minister?
0: minister or preacher or father. I have a friend. This is a guy I've I've been drinking with, but he's a priest. I would call him father, you know. Even though I've like hung out with him in social before he was a priest. So.
1: See, I think that's different, like in Protestant, cause, like because like one of my best friends in the world is a preacher. I would you not say call reverend. Him, I would not say reverend. I would or or you know brother or whatever whatever you want to okay. say. I would call him by his name, which is Luke. If you're listening, now, which I don't think you are. Hey, Luke. <laughs> what professions should require this?
0: Podcast host. Yeah. I like to be referred to as podcast host, Brian. Hey, Dad. What? See, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's not a good one. Um, what
1: profession should require you to be called by what you do?
0: I don't know. That's a good question. Anybody in the military, by the way, has this. You know, general. Sergeant. Sergeant. Private. All of them. So the first question is Police
1: o- Well, I guess police officer already kind of does. Though. They like, have
0: al- They have ranks. Officer, detective, lieutenant, whatever.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Like I don't know. Fireman? I mean,
0: <laughs> I feel like when I hear fireman, I want to hear like their first name. Next. Yeah, like, like fireman, fireman Bill. Yeah. Fireman Bob. <laughs> you know, something like that. I used to know a guy named Fireman Bob. All right. Shelby Beach.
1: Who is the best one-hit wonder of all time, in your opinion? Uh, Mambo number 5. I don't know. That's a good choice. Um... Uh, that's well. That's one of the first ones that comes to mind. Chumbawamba, yeah. I think I would put Chumbawamba above Mambo Number Five. All
0: right, this article came out in 2011, so I don't know how accurate it's going to be. But according to Rolling Stone, they rank number one as Aha's "Take on Me." I could live with that discussion.
1: Take on me, take on. Or you know, I will. go to Peter Griffin right? That was a. This <laughs> is We're going off off the beaten path here yeah, a little sure. bit. But that was uh, Mike Morse's walkout song with the Washington Nationals when he was with the Nats. Okay, And so uh, every time I hear that song, it makes me think of the Nats. And so I'm not a humongous fan of that song you. because of that one reason.
0: Top five here. Number two, Dexie, Dexie's Midnight Runners with Come On Eileen. Norman Greenbaum is three with Spirit in the Sky. Uh, number four is Big Country in a Big Country. And the number five is Tainted Love by Soft Cell. I can live with any of those choices. But Chumbawamba
1: in the. They were on the top 10. Okay.
0: Yeah. Chumbawamba. Wamba. Um... Mambo number five, not on the list? Yeah. But did that come out after 2011? I don't know the answer to that.
1: No. It came out. Well, that yeah, didn't... yeah, it came out like in like the late 90s. Oh, well,
0: then I don't know. It wasn't on there. little bit. But what's that girl's name? I don't know. Her name was Friday. You know that song I'm talking about? It was popular for a little while there. I would probably—it's probably one of those songs. If yeah, you, if you, you it. played it, I heard it. Shelby Beach has a terrible question here. Which band is worse, Nickelback or Creed? You misspelled best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think I'm, a, I'm, I'm listening to both? I like Creed, and even if I didn't like Nickelback, I don't want Jake Mangum to come up in here with a baseball bat looking for me. What is your favorite George Strait song?
1: Oh man.
0: <sighs> got a lot of options here.
1: Yeah, that, that's man. It's it's so celebrate it's the so whole taw. man's the
0: man's whole catalog. I'm gonna go with I got three Amarillo by morning, the fireman, and just because it's funny, fireman. big balls in Cowtown.
1: <laughs> uh I always like to uh, baby, write this down. That's Take a good one. A little note. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, you mean you can't go wrong with any no, of them? No, you can't. I mean, even his re- more recent, song, like Troubadour. Yeah. Um, I, I saw like, God today. You like Adelida? heard Perdida, Little Cajun, Cajun queen. queen. That's a good. I song. do like it. That's a good song. I, I really can't pick a favorite. Yeah. Like, I I've right. got like on, on my phone. I've got the uh, is it the top George Strait fifty number yeah. one hits or All whatever. I right. got I got that.
0: Like got, a man's catalog is that, vast. That, that
1: frequently rolls through the old yeah.
0: playlist. Alright, last one. or Sorry, two more here from Shelby. What is your favorite comedy movie?
1: Favorite comedy movie? Uh, old School's up there. Old School's a good choice. I, th- I think that's what I would go with if I just had to nail down one. Um, Animal House.
0: The Blues Brothers. Old School. Um, I love The Great Outdoors. That's one of the funniest damn movies.
1: Wedding Crashers. Wedding
0: Crashers. The first half of Wedding Crashers is really fun. Yeah. It, it slows down too much for me. Um
1: The first hangover had The First wrong
0: Hangover one. is a good choice. Um I'm trying to think of anything else make it like I'm just like the forty year old virgin is a good one. So a lot of options there. Last one from Shelby. Can you explain why nobody's inducted into the baseball hall of fame?
1: I can. Uh you, you have to be listed with your name on set. To be inducted into the Hall of Fame, you have to be on 75% of the ballots. No one this year was listed on 75% of the ballots turned in this year. Mm-hmm. And for the first time since, I think, 2013, mm-hmm. um, no one got inducted this year. Um, but there will still be an induction ceremony this year because they didn't have one last year because right. of the pandemic. So right. Derek Jeter and Larry Walker and company will go in go. in a ceremony this year.
0: Brent Richardson wants us to be sad early in the morning. What are the worst gut punch losses in MSU history? Games where they had it until Ooh. the final moment. Think MSU Notre Dame for women's basketball. That That's, on one. That's on the list. That's uh, on the list. The kick that blew back in the Egg Bowl, and the uh, the '97 Egg Bowl. Um, baseball. Is there a uh, state? When's, when's the last time state got walked off? trying to remember those there's not there's not a baseball loss that's just like where you can say they had it
1: yeah i mean there's baseball heartbreak but i don't
0: yeah men's basketball uh i mean i don't know how invested you are but they lost that nit in 2008 on the buzzer beater to west virginia yeah that was a tough loss the
1: the the answer here though is the one that cost you the national title the women's basketball yeah that's 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 easily number one. that's That's gotta be number
0: one i agree John Jeffrey Nelson wants to know: Would you rather take a punch in the face to the face from Floyd may- Mayweather, full strength, or let
1: Erroltes Chapman bean you in the head without a helmet? I mean, I don't want either, but if I have I'm to pick one, I'm taking the punch. That's not even that's not even a debate for me. I mean, you can hit in head 100 miles an hour without a helmet, you're dead. You're probably going to die. I mean, you you you're probably you're going to have your skull. I mean, people have gotten
0: punched by Floyd
1: Mayweather and gotten survived. Yeah. yeah, you may be disfigured, but yeah, so. you, you will. If I don't could, know. If it, does he does he have his boxing glove on? Even if it's even if it's a, just a punch to the face, I mean, it's just a punch. God, can you imagine how bad either one of those are going to hurt? They're going to hurt.
0: They're going to hurt. But the the baseball would kill you. Yes. You you would die. Um. If you could only pick one cut of meat from beef home, what would it be from Welcome Home Beef?
1: you mm, You're a fillet guy. I, I would probably go fillet. I mean, and, and, and it's. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I'd talk, I'd just stick fillet. There you go. I'm very much a. Find what I like and stick with it, yeah What is the best type of cheese? It depends, I think. No, it doesn't. Not for me. Uh, it least well, I mean, I I really like cheddar. Cheddar is a it's fine it's a fine choice. I, I'm trying to think of of like if I'm if I'm only eating one cheese the rest of my life. What am I going with? Pepper jack. See, I love pepper jacks, but, but if, I, like if I'm eating a burger, oh, pepper jack's I'd rather have a burger. Well, it is, but I would rather have a piece of cheddar cheese on it. Well, for a burger, I'd rather have American cheese. It just, it just See, I, like just, so well. I love the sharp,
0: oh, yeah, sharpness of that? cheddar. What's wrong with that? Whit McAnally has a good question for us. Or a bunch of questions, actually. For those of us outside the college sports industry, non-COVID times, how does the chain of passing information from the athletic department out to the beat go? So if you're talking about, like, actual... You know, confirmed information. We have a, a media group me that they'll put stuff in from time to time, or yeah. sometimes they'll just they'll just text us.
1: Kind of just varies on what your what the information is. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that we have to get, they're not gonna give it. To right. us say I can't. Uh, but usually, a lot of times you get the look. I can't
0: confirm that, but you can just say a source. That's what happened, for example, with Joe Moorhead when Brent McMurphy, Brent McMurphy tweeted he was fired. I tweeted somebody at MSU. And They were like, "And eh, we can't, nah, we can't say it for officially, but yeah, it's happening." And so you see me say. A source has confirmed.
1: Yep, and, and a lot of times
0: it's just it's just a simple matter of asking. Yep. Hey, I message boards play a role in this. I, I heard this. I saw this on a message board, and I, you know, I'm smart enough to know what I I think is real and what I think is just somebody being a troll. And I'm like, or if I see it in a couple of places, I'm like, "Hey, is this?" And they'll confirm, or they won't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and sometimes. Sometimes you may have something that folks don't want to comment on. <laughs> and so you're, you're either left without confirmation or you have to try and find it from somewhere else yeah. um, with, with somebody that may be connected another way yeah, to the situation. Yeah, which I have done so.
0: too. Uh, what are our thoughts on Cadbury eggs? You don't like dessert. I don't like dessert. Well, well I, like I say I don't
1: cre- like dessert. I don't eat dessert. Yeah,
0: I like the caramel ones. I don't like the Cadbury cream eggs. Describe your perfect omelet. I don't like eggs.
1: Oh, I love eggs.
0: So what do you want in your omelet?
1: Uh, I'm very basic. I mean, Meat you, know, you cheese. want some cheese, one little... Bacon, sausage, ham? Sure. All three? All all three would be You ever be go just like fine. fancy, get like a crawfish omelet or anything? No, or don't want any of that. Okay. Um, I mean, if you want to throw a little onions or jalapenos in there, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool with that too. All right. Last one from WIT. IHOP or Denny's? IHOP.
0: See, IHOP has better food, but they have Pepsi. So, I'd, But I'd rather go to IHOP and just go to Dr. Pepper, to be honest.
1: Man, I, I wish I wish Starfleet had an IHOP. I would trade Waffle House for IHOP. That's blasphemy! How dare you? I'm just telling you.
0: Get get out of here with that. I'd do it in an instant. Well, I'm glad you're not making decisions.
1: Why? Uh, why not? I mean, you you basically the food is better at Waffle House. Mm, yeah, I feel like IHOP. You have you have more more options. I don't need
0: options. I know what I want to eat. I'd rather eat Waffle House.
1: Uh, yeah, well, you know, yeah, it's just like your opinion, man.
0: Uh, you're right about that. But it's also the opinion of most people, I would imagine. Tyler Covington, all right, he gave us an either-or here, but it doesn't really give us, like, enough parameters. You can choose between MSU football winning five to eight games forever, never more, never less. Okay, maybe there are enough parameters. But every other year you win the Egg Bowl. Or MSU forever a top-five team with a national title once every ten years. Okay, my question is, if I choose MSU baseball, what is the football team? Are they consistently lower than four wins every year? Because that feels like that would be painful. Yeah. But if you're saying, like, well, then the football team is just whatever, I'll just take my chances with the football team and take the baseball. Right? Yes. So I need more information. Take it back to the drawing board. Hit us up next week. Get us again, Tyler. (laughs) Dalton Lee, my wife and I binged all 12 hours of the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended edition recently. Ooh. Your wife did that with you? And you married... The right woman. Uh, what a, what's a movie or a series that you could watch endlessly? Other than The Office. I, could I, I was going
1: to say The Office is, is a very good... I can
0: watch the Batman movies, the, the three Dark Knight movies, whenever I want. The Godfather. Not, not three, but one and two. I could do The Lord of the Rings. Star Wars, the first three.
1: I mean, I, I'm with you on everything you've said so far. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Hmm. What's, about, what's a movie that
0: when it's on TV, you can't not watch it? So if we're flipping channels and this movie is on, you're stopping. I'm going to watch this. Dumb and Dumber. That's a good choice.
1: Because that, like we were asked earlier, what's the best comedy?
0: Yeah, that's one we should have put in there.
1: Uh, I don't know if it's the best, but it was my favorite for a long, long, long time. Yeah. And uh, so now anytime that's on, yeah, I'm stopping. But I'm also going to stop on like, like if Top Gun's on. Yeah. I'm yeah. stopping there.
0: Roadhouse,
1: sure. Shawshank,
0: Point Break. <laughs> I mean, these are all movies. I seem like, oh, I'm stop. Yeah, so. uh, let's see here, Adam. Major to- Leagues, another one. Major League like, is I'm, a good I'm, one. I'm yeah. Adam Toomey wants to know what would be more emotional for you: an MSU baseball national title, or are you getting a job to write about the Braves? I don't want to write about the Braves. Yeah, can you imagine if the Athletic was like, we want you to be our Braves? But wouldn't you, do it. You couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. You couldn't do it. I mean, you need to go to every game for free, Joel. you couldn't bring yourself to
1: well there's multiple problems with that like i would not want to be a major league baseball beat writer because of the schedule that it entails and the fact that i have small kids don't let
0: everybody loves raymond make you think that major league baseball writers are home every night at six o'clock
1: yeah yeah it's it is not a life that i would want to live and and i I want i want the braves to stay because look that's a single man's job it it really it really kind of is um Mississippi State covering them like I have and things it does. There's a part of it becoming work that mm-hmm. takes away some of the. I mean, look, you know, if I if I'm no longer working for Sports Illustrated tomorrow, am I right back into Joel Coleman? It's great day to be a Bulldog fan mode, yeah. Um, but when you work for something, there is a a bit of the, I guess, luster gets taken off of it just a little bit, and and so anyway, I say that to say. I I don't want to work for the Braves. So I got you. It'd be the other one. Okay.
0: so If I, Cal and Cade grew up to be draft prospects and got picked by the Mets, would you flip?
1: Oh, you darn right Absolutely I would. Absolutely you would. Well, who wouldn't? Um, yeah. I mean, I still got to... When Jake makes it to the show, I, I made him a guarantee that I'm buying a Mets jersey with Mangum on the there back. So I'm I'm probably going to own some Mets gear for okay. too terribly long.
0: Tyler Covington just wants us to be unhappy. So here we go. If MSU Athletics no longer existed, we're just shutting everything down. We have to pick one of these schools to be a fan of over the next five years: Tennessee, South Carolina, LSU, Kentucky, Auburn, Vandy. You can't pick, pick mix and match either. For me, I know who it is. I know who
1: I know who it is. It's too. Auburn. Really, it's LSU for me. You, you confident that they're not fixing to get flushed down the toilet? I'm, I'm, or? Let me tell you why I'd be a great LSU fan. Well, I'm not. I, if you're just talking about who we want to be fans of, yeah like LSU's the end but if if you're asking us or if you're asking here like who's going to be the most successful over the next yeah, 5 years I'm not dealing with I all, think it's I'm hard. not
0: dealing with the in-state rivalry of Alabama I'm not dealing with that I'm be a great LSU fan because I love Cajun food and I'm a jerk
1: <laughs> So I fit right in <laughs> See, I, I I'm going with like Auburn. I think football is going to have enough talent to be competitive all the next five years. Mm-hmm. Baseball with Butch, I'm confident he's going to be good the next yeah, five years. Should be good. Um, basketball, Bruce Pearl. They're kind of down right now, but they should, they should be. But bad. I think they're going to be we'll just see. fine. I, I think if I had to pick, I'd pick Auburn. And they're kind I'm, of. I'm
0: going to take the risk. The, the NCAA doesn't. They're do the anything. agricultural
1: school of Bama. So uh, uh, so you know you kind of stick with the Alabama, yeah. the, the Mississippi State of the state of Alabama a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: uh, Jeremy Murdoch says, I mentioned in a previous podcast I have a foolproof way to cook steak. Can you share your wisdom? Yeah, I just reverse sear it. It's very simple. Whatever you put your steak, I have a, a little rack. So I put a, on a put a, the rack on a pan. I oil the rack. I season the steak, just salt and pepper. And then I just cook it in the oven at 250, usually about 40, 50 minutes. And then it should be, you know, you just let the, the it cook until it's where you want it. So I want it around like 125, 130. And then when it comes out, I have a rocket hot cast iron pan, sear it on both sides, throw a little butter in the pan, baste it over that. And uh, I also do a thing where it's a mop where I, I trim some fat off the steak uh, and I throw it in a little pan and let it render down, throw a stick of butter in there, some garlic cloves, some herbs, some seasonings, and I brush the steaks with that. And that's what I do. But the reverse sear part, and there are plenty of YouTube videos about it. You just cook the steak in the I mean, it takes longer to cook your steak. Yeah, it's gonna be an hour investment, but it you can't mess it up. You just can't.
1: Dummy proof. It really Somebody you could like do, me.
0: You could do it. <laughs> the American dream, how's the question here, false? Says, why don't most bag men use the cryptocurrency considering it's essentially untraceable? Like the Fall Hoffman used to use that that bag man to get dusty Rhodes in some hard times.
1: <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, Daddy. I don't know how it works. I don't know how cryptocurrency <laughs> works. So
0: it's a good question. But, I mean, you, you're talking about like, the average high school recruit. You're going to give him cryptocurrency. It's got to end up in his bank account at some point, right? It's going to show up. Also, between the two arena wrestling shows of the last 10 years, the Lucha Underground and the National Wrestling Alliance, daddy, which one would you bring back?
1: I never really watched. I couldn't watched. get into Lucha Underground. I
0: couldn't get into it. NWA, I watched a little bit of
1: yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And it felt like watching the old NWA. So I would say that.
1: I'm not a big fan of, like, cinematic wrestling. Yeah. Now, yeah. granted, like, the Undertaker uh, WrestleMania thing was pretty I hear cool. Yeah, Royal Rumble might not be up your alley. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we'll see. But so, so anyway, that's what Lucha Underground was a little bit. I mean, there were some cinematic elements and stuff to, to it. Anyway, I I think if, you had, if I had to pick it, it would be NWA. Yeah.
0: All right, Justin Strawn, 444 in the morning. Jesus, Louise, man. On Friday's show, Brian said a quarterback can't be successful. He had a wall of Swiss cheese in front of him. How close of a wall of Swiss cheese did Dak have in front of him in 2015? So here's what I know about that season, and I've it, this stat is burned into my memory. State gave up 32 sacks that year in 13 games. That's not a great number, right? <laughs> Half of those sacks were in two games. Yep. They gave up nine to Alabama and seven to Ole Miss. So in eleven other games, they gave up sixteen sacks. That's not that bad. That offensive line gets a lot as much maligned because they took on two elite defensive lines and they couldn't stop them. And I get that, but but overall they weren't
1: that terrible. Yeah, and we we bring it up every so often, but I'll never forget talking to Dak after that game. He was it was like he had the Alabama been, game. Yes, he was like he had been in a war. Yeah. I mean, he was exactly
0: the first beat, play of the game. Beat to crap, man. I mean, <laughs> so here's a, a fun story that I I, mean, I could tell it now, I guess. Dax's uncle, who used to be real active on social media, got into it with me cuz I was on the podcast basically saying the state can't block these guys. They're they're going to lose. It's going to be bad. He's like, "Oh, it gave me the whole if you were a true bulldog." And I'm like, "I'm getting paid to tell my opinion here." And first off, it upset me greatly. I was like, this guy has been a Mississippi State fan for like five minutes of his life, and he's going to come at me. And secondly, I'm right. And it took a lot of willpower after that game to not like, because I knew it was like if I go after Dax's uncle, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but now I feel like I can tell that story. But I was just like, I mean, the first play of the game, they get a sack. I was just like, here we go, going to be like this all day. And we're all four of Alabama's touchdowns like long plays. Like, I remember Derrick Henry had a long run. Cyrus Jones took a punt back. I think they had a long pass. I mean, it just, just got brutalized. Um, Dave Portnoy bet $100,000 on state against Bama on Saturday. The bet ended up paying off because state covered. But if you had the money to do it, would you ever be confident enough in Mississippi State to bet $100,000? No. Now, if I have enough money that $100,000 isn't, I mean, it's literally like me betting 20 bucks right now. I might do it just for fun, I mean it just depends on the situation, but probably not I, just, I,
1: I mean you might do it, but you wouldn't be confident in your bit,
0: yeah, no, I wouldn't be yeah, you're right, uh last one here from Justin, as you can probably imagine, staying up late isn't something I get to do very often as a as a result, staying up until midnight or later on Friday nights watching movies and t v has become a simple thing that has brought me great joy. What is a simple thing that brings you great joy
1: it's It's very similar to that, yeah in that quiet like when the kids go to bed yeah. and whatever um and it's just like me and maybe a you know Dyed mountain dew and a yeah. a, a bag of popcorn or something yeah. and just a tv maybe it's yeah. the office maybe it's a movie maybe it's just a moment of i can breathe and i don't have to worry about this kid's fixing a yeah. yell kind That's of thing good. it's it's all this cooking i've been
0: doing when you cut into a piece of meat and it's right where you want it, like that eye of round, right? I mean, I take the temperature and I'm like, okay, it says it's right, but you never know. Yeah. You don't know until you cut into, And you, I cut right down the middle and you pull it apart and it's just that beautiful red pink meat. Or when you pull the pork butt
1: off and you, and you go to pull it and it just shreds right there. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Something else I enjoy is mm. very simple: is to go to Strange Brew, like go through the drive-through, get me a coffee, mm-hmm. and then just like ride around, like ride around campus or, or ride some mm-hmm. of the outskirts of Starville, and just listen to a podcast or something. I've, Sometimes, I've done that several times. When we
0: have like eight o'clock tips, I'll I'll go to like Chick Fil A and just go to the drive-through and get the food, and then drive up to the hump and just sit there and listen. to what you're saying. I'm just sort of eat my my dinner in the car, no noise other than what I want to hear. Yeah, and there's just something to that. I think that part of that is just. When you have a family, quiet time becomes difficult to find. Yeah. So, Thomas Loftus wants to know if we were taken out of the stands and forced to join a college ba- basketball game and take twenty-two free throws, do you believe you can make at least five? That's where Cam Matthews is. right
1: Five now. of twenty-two. Yeah. So it's like I, 18%. I would I would bet a lot of money I could make five of twenty-two. Okay. I I think I could, but I wouldn't. I don't know. Like I would I would definitely put five hundred dollars on it
0: for sure. Oh wow! Yeah. But you wouldn't put that on Mississippi State to cover, right?
1: No, okay. I would not. That's fair. Particularly Mississippi State basketball.
0: What is your favorite board game? Thomas wants to know. Mmm.
1: Big fan of Clue.
0: Clue's a fun game. I Like that.
1: Uh, me and the me and the fam play that sometimes mm-hmm. at, at like Christmas and things when it's me and Katie and her sister and okay, her husband, we, we'll play play some family game games of Clue. Mm-hmm trying to think what else I like. I I, I do all... I, I love Monopoly, but it does take forever. It takes forever,
0: yeah. I'm a trivial pursuit and balderdash kind of guy.
1: I like Scattergories, too.
0: And was it Taboo? Remember Taboo with the oh, buzzer? Yeah, love yeah. that game. That's a fun game. Matthew Anthony... Uh, that, that question's too big. I'm not going to ask that one. Which former player would make the best coach in any MSU major sport? I would think the mayor would get the baseball knot. See, I, I have. I always wonder about like, and this is sort of held true: elite players becoming good coaches because they got by. They had so much natural talent. Not that Jake Mangum didn't work hard, but it's tough to teach things. Did he like say
1: that. elite player?
0: Well, he said what former player? So that's what I'm saying with Jake Mangum, I don't know that that's the right answer.
1: I'll tell you somebody that would be a good good basketball coach: IJ Reddy.
0: Yes, that's a good example. Good coach. He he. Good communicator. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I like DJ. Um like for football I would I, mean, I think like backup quarterbacks. Like honestly like Jack Abraham will probably be a football coach one day. And probably be a pretty good one. You know? But I mean, look around the SEC, who's the best football player that's a coach? Kirby Smart. Now, he and Muschamp were both they both started at Georgia. Does anybody else have that kind of pedigree? Josh Heupel, I guess now. He was a Heisman trophy final. But for the most part, I mean Mullen wasn't a you know, Leach, Lane Kiffin, none of these guys were super football players. So you
1: gotta be in careful. baseball, a lot of times the best uh managers slash coaches are usually catchers yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah.
0: Bochy was one. And
1: you got you got Nick Amorati that just got yeah. uh an it's assistant at Southern, job right? at Southern Miss. Yeah, um,
0: It's a good call. It's a good call.
1: Jack Krueger was another former dog that was just really smart. smart.
0: Cerebral is the word. there.
1: I don't know if he has any coaching interest. But. Yeah. Justin Cox just
0: wants a simple question. Who leads the team in home runs this year? Well, you'd feel really good if the answer was Brandon Pimentel, would you? hmm But I think it's going to be Tanner. Josh Hatcher. I'm going to say Tanner
1: Allen. I'll go Hatch. Okay.
0: Uh, let's see here. Jason Neal God if State does well in this baseball tournament, could they crack into the top five? I mean, yeah. If they go two and one, even, they should be in the top five, because they, they will have probably beaten a team that's ahead of them.
1: Yeah, they're, what, seven right yeah. now?
0: Yeah. Uh, did you see the Godzilla versus King Kong trailer? I did, oh, no, I did not. It is fantastic. It's all <laughs> your childhood dreams rolled up into one. I like that they finally made Kong. like So many times, Like Kong is so much smaller than Godzilla. Yeah. Not now. Not now. He is ready to go toe-to-toe with the Big Lizard.
1: Are they putting new movies in our theater here? I, I think so. Okay. So. I haven't checked to see.
0: He wants our Rumble predictions. We gotta, I guess let's, let's, we're going to say, we'll do a little Royal Rumble talk on Friday's podcast. We'll save our predictions.
1: I think I have a in my mind... I do, too. A, ...a possibility. I do, too. That I don't think we've discussed, because we kind of talked about it a little bit the other day, but...
0: Uh, Ryan Nelson, I, I he, he brings up the fact that I am the reason for a rule change at the hump. Have I ever told this story?
1: If you have, I don't remember it.
0: So, my sophomore year was the, the Final Four year. ESPN game against Arkansas. Tuesday night, Dick Vitale's in the house. The officiating in the first half. You're not going to believe this. Even 1996, it was terrible. And so, that was when the officials followed the home team into the locker room, basically. And that was also back when the student section had seats right there. And when I tell you I went on a profanity-laced tirade, you can believe it. And old Bobby Tomlinson ran over to me and said, if you say one more word, you're out of here forever. He basically was going to give me the Houston Smith treatment. (laughs) So the rest of the game, I was a lot of, I respectfully disagree with your call. (laughs) I had a lot of fun with it. The next year, the refs were going through the middle. I firmly believe it was my, my, my doing. Is there a rule? Has he ever done anything, Joel, that made a change at MSU Athletics?
1: Nothing major.
0: Nothing like that, uh, Now, huh?
1: like the 2007 Egg Bowl, Yeah. for a lot of that game, for like the entire fourth quarter, I was kind of I, – I guess Leah and, and uh, marketing still does things a little bit this way, but we always kind of had, for lack of a better way of saying it, like a, a game producer almost in the press box yeah. where we would coordinate with like, hey – this is about to play on the Jumbotron. Hey, band, you can have this time out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so the fourth quarter, I was kind of the the game producer mm-hmm. for whatnot. So, you know, some of the times the band played, I was the one that said, hey, you guys take this time. So that kind of stuff. I kind of directed some times that the band played or mm-hmm. sometimes that you saw stuff on the Jumbotron kind of. But, like, did I influence a rule change? Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. I can claim that. Well, there you go. So He also
0: wants to know, what's the first thing you want to do when you get fully vaccinated? I feel like I need everybody else to be fully vaccinated. I don't want to be just walking around with my mask off. <laughs> and, like everybody else is, you know, oh, you suckers.
1: Well, they still say wear your mask even for vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, They I, say you may still carry some I, virus I, I, in your Honestly, nose. I want to go
0: somewhere else. I want to you know, get out of the, the city for a little while. I mean, go to New Orleans for a weekend or something. I don't know.
1: I mean, I, I'd love to sit there in a packed house at Sun, well, Truist Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. There you
0: go. The Allegheny Boys Tennis Program wants to know, why do regardless and irregardless mean the same thing? They don't, because irregardless is not a word. And if you say it to me, I will instantly think you are an idiot. <laughs> now, Joel won't say that out loud, but he thinks the same. I, I actually don't, because I make up words. So I can't. It's interesting There's me making up a word and just saying a word that you know is not a word, okay? <laughs> if a person is disgruntled, why can't someone be gruntled? This is a fantastic question. So if you're composed, you're gruntled. I'm gruntled right now. Right now, I'm completely gruntled. Last night, watching Greg Sankey, on, the, on the, I was disgruntled. You were disgruntled. It took me out of a state of gruntlement.
1: Is gruntled a word?
0: I don't I think guess so. I it has. I mean, let's find out. What was the word the other day that we were talking about? We had rejuvenation and juvenation. Yeah. And then we had uh, kilter. Yeah, kilter. Yeah. Gruntled. Here we go. Gruntled is a word. Okay. But it's it's a humorous adjective. Is gruntled a real real word? Here we go. Uh, yeah it is a word. Yeah, it is a word. It means pleased, satisfied, and contented. Okay. While we're here, we've got a couple of more. That I yeah. Is sheveled a word? You can be dishe- disheveled. disheveled. You can be disheveled, but not shoveled. And then finally. Is combobulated a Poor. word? <laughs> uh, no, not really. It's not. So you can be discombobulated, but not combobulated. <laughs> another one here. Similar, similar, similar question here from Mike Rushing. Why do you say I could care less when your point is you could not care
1: less? That's another one. It drives me crazy. You cannot care less. Well, you're supposed. If we're being grammatically correct, you're supposed to say I couldn't. I couldn't care less, right? I, I could not care I less. I could not
0: care less is yes. the correct yeah. If you could say I could care less. Well
1: no crap. Obviously you
0: could care less.
1: You don't you're not happy. You know, I've got one here. How come when you're like if you're driving and mm-hmm. you're being crazy you know you you're being reckless? Mm-hmm. Well reckless mm-hmm. should be a good thing if yes. you're driving, right? Well it's spelled differently though. I know. But it's here's the other the thing sound. Here. Can
0: you be wreckful? He was He's a very he, he takes he takes his care on the road. He's very reckless. <laughs> See? We are changing the English language on this podcast, all right? this is, There's a reason why English is so tough to match, I know. Right? Could
1: you imagine coming to this country not knowing it well, and I mean, having like, to figure it out? Like a word like, you know, like, why
0: does tough and though and through, I mean, why do they all sound so yeah. different? I'm know? trying
1: to remember what the word is, but Ben Portnoy was asking uh, – Think it was Ben. Yeah. No, he didn't cover the he didn't cover mens. I'm trying to maybe it was Tyler. Somebody asked Quentin Post a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's like I don't know that word. The other night, and he was like I, I don't know what that word means. And it was I mean it was a common English word. But it's yeah. But it was one he didn't know. Yeah. Um We're we're still with this. Here we got another one
0: right here from Leroy Jenkins. What sports words do you constantly hear mispronounced? Such as when someone says beamed instead of beamed when a player is hit by a pitch. You got one?
1: I don't know that I've heard anybody say "beamed" with an. L. I've heard people say it. Like, have you?
0: Okay. Uh, he got beamed. No, he got beamed, and beamed <sighs> is only to get hit in the head. Otherwise, you he got plunked. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I nothing's th- going I'll have to think of some more of those, Leroy. I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there are some. Uh, Jay Long on the great one, also known as the peanut butter. I got one. Oh, I got perhaps. one. Oh, go ahead. Go.
1: Is it? On side kick Or on sides
0: kick That's a good one It's an onside side kick Yeah Yeah But you can be off sides So yeah That's a good question uh, Peanut butter and jelly Do you go jelly first Or peanut butter
1: um, I mean, I I usually put like peanut butter on one side of the on one piece of bread and jelly on the other and smash yeah. it together. What so he it...
0: does is he puts peanut butter on both sides and then puts a dab of jelly in the middle and then smashes the sandwich.
1: Okay, that's actually a really good idea.
0: Well, you need to you need to take do that. Yeah. All right. Rob Montgomery did some work. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. After hearing you mention the fact that 24-7 doesn't calculate D1 transfers into their rankings a few days ago, I decided to do some research of my own. The best thing I could figure to do was to most accurately calculate was to find them a comparable high school player from the 21 class based on the high school score given to the transfers and calculate as if they were joining the MSU class. For example, Jalen Green was rated a .9762 out of high school. I substitute, substituted Ja'Kalen Johnson, a cornerback going to Ohio State. Whose races, ra- rating was closest at nine point75 I was nine seven five eight. Did it for Charlton, Polk, and Abraham. The new calculation basically it gives state a, a top twenty class. Wanted to hear our thoughts on this.
1: And first he, off, and I bet Hargrove wasn't even included in that. Yeah, so that, if, that was, bump that was it up. he probably right. did that before. He, he
0: did it on he did it this morning. Yeah. So yeah, first off, nice work. Yeah, that's good stuff. It's very. It's a very interesting uh, way to look at it. If you look at 24-7 today, apparently the groundswell has been too much for 24-7 to ignore. They said they are going to start – it's not going to be in this class, but going forward they are going to start ranking transfers. But, yeah, there's no, there's no question about this. The three transfers – and I'm, Abraham is sort of different because he's a walk-on, but Polk, Charlton, and Green make this a top-20 class. If that's those guys were JUCO players, we wouldn't be having this That's going to be
1: so interesting to see how they rate transfers – because you gonna, have a guy like like Green here, it's going to depend on how many years they have left. Yeah, you have a guy like Green that mm-hmm. was a five star guy in high school. Um, are you going to rate him like a three star? Yeah, now kind of thing. Maybe,
0: but better so to anyway, get some sort of weird. rating for it than no rating, than nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here, Jackson Waddell, who's a player that can produce in this signing class that's simply overlooked. For example, Martin Emerson was not a top one hundred guy in Florida. Jaden Wally wasn't the most coveted guy in this past class either. So who's your sleeper in this class right now?
1: Mm-hmm. Might be Albert Reese. I mean, That's I, the name yeah. I think I came up with, yeah. I've just heard so many good things about him, and he has the size. He's just built like a tackle. Yeah, That's a good call.
0: Uh, let's see here. Clifton Taylor wants to know, do we ever do a family game night? We talked about, yes. What are some of our board and card games that we like?
1: Yeah, I mean, right now at home with my kids, it's me and my wife and three kids under four, yeah, so can't really we yeah, it's, it, yeah. can't really do much. Plus, shoots and ladders. But we did actually the other day, uh, they, they got uh, shoots and ladders, and um, Candyland. Candyland, and, and Trouble if you've played oh, trouble, I play trouble so, yeah. yeah so we, we we played some trouble the other night, which is kind of like near and dear to my heart because my grandparents used to play it with me okay and so uh anyway uh we, we played we've, a little bit of trouble the other we've night we've done some
0: family game nights we we also did we did the, made the mistake of doing the uh, the jelly bean game that's no fun when, <laughs> when you're on the wrong side of that thing when you put that dog food or rotten milk jelly bean <laughs> in your mouth well <laughs> Because, I, mean, I mean, it immediately overtakes all of your senses. Like, you take one bite, you're like, I think it's, oh, God. You know, it, it's just, your whole mouth tastes like, it just tastes like somebody crapped in your mouth,
1: basically. <laughs>
0: it's the worst thing. Ever.
1: But, it's, no, that is something that, as the kids get older, I really wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, let's see here. Rob Hathaway,
0: Does the early signing period in football have an end date after which players cannot sign until the February date? It does. Yeah, what is it? Do you know?
1: uh for high school guys, I think I think the, like the this, ninth, this past it? year well the early time period was December sixteenth that's when it started right. right and it I think they had from December sixteenth through December like eighteenth they only had like three days mm-hmm. that was for high school guys mm-hmm. Juco guys had from December sixteenth to I believe it was January fifteenth so juco guys that were going to be mid year enrollees. Mm-hmm had until January 15th. Like Perkins, for instance. Right. Had he come to state, right, right, right. Jadarius Perkins, he had to sign before the 15th if he was going to enroll this semester kind okay. of deal. So yeah, Juco guys had about a month. Uh, high school players had about three days. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in, in between they cannot. Okay. And now this signing period, I, I'm not sure when the... How, how long do they have? I mean, I guess technically you would have...
0: I think you can take it up until like in the in the into April, I wanna say. Maybe till the end of the semester.
1: Yeah, I don't know when the cut That's off. That's why I've never understood like for
0: the, the truly elite guys. Because I remember like Najee Harris was into the summer before he committed anywhere. Um He ended up working out. Yeah, he worked out fine. But <laughs> like if I'm a guy who's like I can go wherever I want, I would not rush anything. I would go see as many schools as I can Get as much information as I possibly could, and wait. Not, not only that, I'm going to drive up the price as much as I can too. But I mean, I would wait it out. So I, I've never understood why like, they did such a push. You got to sign by this date. It's the most important decision of your life. To that point, I would take as much time as I could.
1: But if you just know, like sorry, Robertson. Well, yeah example. if you just know,
0: it's one thing. But if you're if you're not sure, you're not sold. I'd I'd wait it out. Yep. Uh, Ian Ladner, what it was? Your damn? Did that just happen? Old moment. I gave myself a neck strain by turning my head. I'm only 31 you had one of those
1: yet i mean i have them every day right now as we sit here um my left toe has hurt for off and on for like a year yeah um i dropped a trailer on that toe <laughs> oh, back about five years that's not ago. even
0: being old that's just being dumb come on John. well
1: anyway uh it hit the nail and has made it oh. in such a way like the nail broke and cracked and oh. has, came but he, like I think what has happened is like the nail mm-hmm. is pretty messed up still. Yeah, and uh, I'm really at the point now where I need to go get it seen about because it, do. it hurts off and on. I can walk on it fine, but like if if the kids if the kids like touch it yeah. and 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 when you have little kids, they're gonna run up to you and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna stomp it about once a day. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's like I got shot with a rifle. I
0: had a staph infection on my hand one time. I still have a scar from it right here, and uh, I was just sitting there, and Emily, who couldn't have been more than like one or two, just came over and she like stepped on my hand. I thought I'd been shot. Yeah, it hurt so much. Didn't
1: you have one?
0: Have one on my face? On your face one was time. Awful. Yeah, I was really bad. Um, I'm trying to think, of, like I think I've mentioned this on the show before. I I sleep a couple hours a night in my recliner because it hurts to lay down sometimes, and I sleep on my side, and so I put my arm under the pillow. And I wake up and I feel like I've thrown nine innings. Like my shoulder is just killing me. (laughs) I'm so freaking fat, I guess. And I've got all that pressure on my shoulder. It's just like it hurts to sleep, Joel. That's when you know it's like just take me now. When it hurts to sleep, come on. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. I want to give a shout-out to this guy, Holt. I made a comment about my doctor's appointment today. Uh, It was scheduled for 8.30. I think we got back there about 9.15. He said, if you set an appointment for 4.30 on a Friday, it'll be the most time-efficient visit ever. That guy's on to something. I'm going to start doing that. Uh, let's see here. All right, here we go. Flying M. We're going to rank MSU Knicks. Okay. We got Nick Emirati, Nick Fitzgerald, Nick Weatherspoon, Nico Whitley, and Nick Vickerson. Fitzgerald is far and away number one.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on okay. that. I think I'm going back-to-back football here.
0: I think I'm going Nico Whitley, too, just for what he did to DeVoe Wallace.
1: <laughs>
0: teabagged him there in the end zone. It was fantastic.
1: Uh, I'm tempted to put Amorati a little higher than some because he was the catcher for a Not ahead of for a Whitley, though. Saint. Not ahead of Whitley, okay. no. I'm, I'm thinking number three now. Over Vickerson with the walk-off? Oh, that's right. He had the walk-off. I'm yeah, good- you got to go Vickerson. Vickerson Amorati right. Weatherspoon. Yeah.
0: Alright. So Fitzgerald Fitzgerald Whitley Vickerson Amorati Weatherspoon. Okay. Will Frydenreich. Frydenreich. Who has been your favorite player to watch at any sport at any level? So doesn't you have to be one of your favorite guys or from your favorite team?
1: Ah. Uh. I'm thinking, I mean, it's a, that's, a, that's a big question. I, you I know mean, who it may be. Who I don't know if he's my favorite, but he, he's in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Michael Vick, it's a fun one,
0: I don't have a problem with that, especially in college. Yeah, he's so dominant.
1: Oh, it was that, that was what I saw it like, yeah, like Virginia Tech, Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched Bo Jackson in college, I'm old enough to have done that. And, and part of the reason that I mean, I would play with him on NCAA football and so stuff. Like, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> honestly, for me, Drew Brees, I mean. Just the things he's done. You know, never mind that's my favorite team. It's just so much fun to watch. I enjoy watching, uh, I'm trying to think, Pat Mahomes is a lot of fun to watch. Basketball, I mean, obviously Kobe's going to be
1: on there, but I like watching Durant. Like, a guy that big should not be able to move like that. You know, somebody I appreciate, I I enjoyed it when I watched it Mm -hmm. when he was in his heyday, but I I was watching a couple of his starts um, Mm -hmm. in the last couple of months. Greg Maddox. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. watching the movement on just, his ball just and how.
0: He only got like two years, but when Tim Lincecum was at his best, that was like my appointment television. You had to watch it if you could. All right. Ethan Brazil wants to know, I'm getting married on December the 11th. Got plenty of time to get out of
1: Congratulations.
0: Oh, see that's how we went the different way on that? <laughs> the only thing I have a say in is what kind of groom's cake I get with that. Or, or, I'm sorry. The only thing I really have a say in is what kind of groom's cake I get. Well, first off, you should have some more. This is your day, too, dang it. All right, well, you see, we have different opinions here, too, because I would not want any say. Oh, I didn't really want a lot of say, but if there was something I really had an opinion on, you know. Anyway, like for our rehearsal dinner, we didn't go out. We had a tailgate. We had a cookout, and my wa- and my then-wife at the time was like, I don't know about this. This is going to be good. She came to me like two days after we got married. She was like, I just want to let you know. That was so much fun. We had a great time. I was like, it's a party. Anyway, what kind of groom's cake did we have? So what kind of groom's cake did you have? I had a cookie cake.
1: Oh, there you go. I had a cheesecake. And did you? Yeah. <laughs> I had a big old... So I had a pie. I had a groom had, pie. You did. I had a big old uh, yeah, chocolate chip cookie cake, and I, I think it had like, um, it was kind of like made like a baseball. There you go. Nothing wrong
0: with that. Yeah. Uh, he also wants to know, is there any way I can get Mike Leach to come to my wedding with an offer of free beer and barbecue? I'd reach out to him on Cameo. And see what he says. <laughs> if nothing else, you can get him there on Cameo. You're like 150 bucks.
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I hadn't checked in a while. I, I wonder if he's still 150. Rob Hadaway, again. Why do
0: people on Twitter think that questions are for them instead of the two people specifically <laughs> mentioned? I'm gonna need y'all to start doing the whole the only people I mention can reply thing. It, it it makes it difficult. I gotta scroll through a lot more mentions when Steve sends me a question. I immediately mute the conversation because everybody jumps in. Yeah. It's like, you know. Also, Ethan says that we are more than welcome to come to the wedding. He will have a keg or three. (laughs) Well, send us an invite, boss. (laughs) What if we just showed up? Wedding crashers. (laughs) Except we're not going to, you know, run off with any of the bridesmaids. Or are we? All right, the Flying M. This is a, I've read this question. This is the question of the day. Let's go ahead and let you know. In the original 1970s Star Wars, the Empire's biggest ships were Star Destroyers, mm-hmm. which they used while the Death Star was being constructed. In the prequel movie Rogue One, the Death Star was referred to as a planet killer. Assuming Star Destroyers could destroy stars, it's logical to assume they could also destroy planets. So, was the Death Star even necessary, or was the name Star Destroyer a completely inaccurate facade like Ole Miss's 2003 SEC West Championship banner? <laughs>
1: All of that to set up the joke.
0: Yes. The question of the day. It's a completely inaccurate facade. Those, The Death Star probably couldn't destroy a star. So, no. They just called them star destroyers because it sounds cool. It does sound cool. But what a fantastic question. The build-up. Uh, all that just to get... Just, the- just to take a shot. I love it. Uh, Steven Norris wants to know, college basketball is a terrible product. Yes, it is. Not just at MSU, but the sport as a whole. We have the power to make it not a terrible product. What do we change?
1: I mean, y- you've got to somehow let them play a little more, for one. Yeah. I mean, it, fouls get out of hand at the so, college. I saw play. on a message
0: board. Somebody made a really good point. Like, think about how bang-bang foul calls are now. Like, as soon as the contact is initiated, they're, they're calling the foul. It feels like there's some anticipation happening there. We can't have that. I think they also need to go to quarters. They do.
1: That would be the first
0: thing that would make it a lot easier.
1: Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? That just, I mean, nothing else really just stands out. What well, is it the officiating that makes it unwatchable? Is that really the bottom line? It's part More of it. More than anything? Well,
0: then, the, the quality of play is just not good. You know? Your top guys are leaving after a year or so, you know. So and, and they're really concentrated on like five teams. It's just like college football, really. The difference is in college football, there's still enough talent to go around.
1: Okay, so do we? Would it help to get rid of the the one and done? So getting
0: rid of the one and done would be interesting, but it doesn't solve the problem of the players on most teams are not super talented. Yeah. The 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 other way to go would be you know. I couldn't make it work though, I guess you, you just tell it like you can't go you can't go from the NBA from high school to the NBA. You you have to go to college and you have to do the the, the MLB thing. You gotta stay for three years. Then we got something there, but that's just too much to work with there. So uh this is like four straight questions about how bad basketball is. I'm not gonna ask them. <laughs> no offense, guys. Brooks White, Carter Bentley, Adam Johnson. Uh Wade Jones is wants us to plug I think this is probably one of his businesses. You gotta pay. <laughs>
1: you gotta pay.
0: You know, I mean, though, I had to answer the question about the seed, the seedless lemons, but this is different, Wade. You gotta pay. Huh? He, he wants us to like find out if they, they should. Con- the SEC network should talk to these people about how to how to fix these interruptions during games. So you about to fall asleep over there?
1: No, I'm just I'm listening. Right.
0: Stephen Spraberry wants to know: Can we start using the phrase "Tennessee it up" when referencing messing something up after the many years of screwing up other things you've done? So then, when you really screw it up, you've Tennessee. You've Yeah, <laughs> that's, you know, that's it. Takes years of minor mistakes to build up to a Tennessee.
1: I like it, Steven. Who could they have hired that wouldn't have just ticked everybody off again? Not like, Stephen. I don't
0: know. I mean, they, I
1: don't they're know. just a
0: miserable bunch. They're aren't miserable. They? Just just let them be miserable. Tyler Hydrick says, "You wouldn't happen to know of a place where my mom and dad could find a new pillow, would you?" This one is outdated. Have you seen the pillow?
1: Oh, yeah. I did, I did see He's, that one. This
0: man somehow has a maroon is all that matters pillow. I didn't even know how, that was a thing. How is that even possible? Throw that thing out. I don't know if College Corner sells pillows, but we're going to find out. My God. All right. Scott Ming wants to name a uh, professional sports team you would want to cover. Obviously, not one that we cheer for. So if you, if the athletic called and said, Joel, we'll give you your choice of assignments, where do you want to go?
1: You know, I actually could do the Dolphins because I'm such a casual Dolphins fan. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, diehard in South Florida's team. a good place to live. And, and so I, I really do think I could do the Dolphins.
0: See, I definitely want an NFL team because it's only 16 yeah, games. Yeah, and that's another thing, yeah, the yeah. schedule. It's, I mean, it, we're talking about, you know, four months. It, it, my schedule really wouldn't be that different than it is now. Yeah, you
1: really are still. You're, you're still home.
0: Yeah. Basketball, I'm 82 games, and mm-hmm. I'm traveling. Don't want that. 41 of them. Uh, baseball, 162 games. I, I want an NFL team. Mine's easy. Can you guess? Saints? No, I can't pick the Saints.
1: Oh, you can't pick the Saints. Yeah. Um, Cowboys?
0: The Raiders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> People live in Vegas. Yeah. Oh. It's still like when I think of Raiders, I, oh, I immediately think, think Oakland. Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I,
0: No, I, I get it. I get it. The Raiders are easy. Easy, time. easy choice. Uh, Blair Williamson. For at least the third time in the past six months, I've walked in on someone using the bathroom after I knocked on the door. Why don't people, A, lock the door, and B, at least let me know they're there when I knock? Blair, you just work with, with inconsiderate people. Yeah. There's just no other way. If you go to the bathroom and don't lock the door in, in an office setting, that should be grounds for termination. And then, it, and then like I said, you've got, no, you've got no recourse. If somebody says, hey, knocking on the door, and if you don't say, hey, I'm in here, it's ocupado. Something like that. Is this in the workplace, did he say? Surely well if it, it's at home, it's just one thing. I mean, you know, you're just walking on somebody, it's your
1: Well, I mean I am just trying to think, is this in a public setting? Like is it like a public restroom?
0: okay, if you're in a public restroom, where are you knocking on the door? Who doesn't have more than one stall or something? I don't know. You gotta some quick stops. I guess, yeah. I don't know. But if it's like a workplace the the bottom line is if someone if you
1: knock, somebody needs to answer. Call and response on this. Uh, where I was going with this is, if it's a workplace, you got to go up to that dude after all this business is all after his business has been handled. Yeah, and be like, and say, hey, why didn't you lock the door, or why didn't you let me know you were there, dude? You Nasty son <laughs> of a. Yeah.
0: No question. These are these are the answers. Uh, careful there. Yeah, door there. Um, uh, all right. This was a great question. This could have been question of the day on any other day. She just ran into some trouble here, but Tiffany Slaughter. My husband and I are going to Arlington for the opening tourney to watch the dogs. Ooh, Awesome. We got weekend passes and we will watch all the games. I'm considering wearing TCU, Texas Tech, and Texas shirts when they play Ole Miss. Is that too petty or do I approve? Uh, That gets approval. First off, Tiffany, I don't know who your husband is, but he married way out of his league. (laughs) I don't care who he is, to be honest with you. I love every bit of the pettiness here. Uh, do it. By all means, just do it. Uh here we go. Traquan <laughs> Key wants to know. We're gonna rank busts. Ready? Now we're gonna I say we rank these in terms of so whoever number one is was the worst bust. Okay. Malik Newman, Renardo Sidney, Stephen Gidry, Quay Evans, Dante Walker. Sydney. Guidry's Gidry's last. Didn't have a great career, but he started basically every game for two years. Sydney's one. Sydney has won.
1: Because that wasn't just a bust. That was an explosion. Yeah. Dante Walker is second. He's second. Yes.
0: Malik Newman is third. Third. Quay Evans is fourth. Okay. There we go. And then one more from Traquan: Rank these marketing mishaps. We believe the bandwagon and the Mercedes-Benz ad. I know what's number one for you. Well, I mean, there's there's a difference, though. Because that's not really marketing. That's advertising. But as I said, it's, it's really poorly done. I wouldn't put it number one. Here's the problem with the other two. Like, when you're trying to get your fan base fired up, as, mishap isn't the right word, maybe. It's misfire. Yeah. You know? We believe, was. I'm sorry, Mercedes-Benz ad is, somebody made a conscious decision to put up an ad that anybody could have told you was terrible. The other two things are like, look, we just wanted to support our team. So I, I think you're right. You've talked me into it. Mercedes-Benz ads is number one the bandwagon's number 2. It was only one game. We believe, I mean, they were ranked the, in the, the top. My
1: well, issue with We Believe is nobody really believed. I don't I don't
0: I don't think that's you true. Don't think that's I think case. a lot of people believed.
1: Plus it's like, you know what? Why not?
0: The, Alabama was really good that year, don't get me wrong. But State was a good team. They just they weren't good enough to beat Alabama. All right. For as
1: optimistic of a guy as I was, and even am, you
0: didn't think Oh, I didn't think they were going to win, uh, but still Josh Patrick, if you be a contestant on any game show, which which would you choose? That's an easy question for me.
1: My favorite is Wheel of Fortune. But okay. I would want to be on one where I could win more money. Than okay. That. See, um, I just want to have fun.
0: I'm gonna be on the Price is right.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that would that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. They still do who wants to be a millionaire? I think so. Because I feel like that that's the easiest route to making the most money. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I don't think I'd walk away with a million. No, no. But still. Oh, I know what I'd do. What? Just because I think it's fun. Yeah. Deal or no deal. Do they still that'd do that fun. show?
0: I don't think they still do it, but that would be a fun show to be on. Ford Polk wants to know, why do hole-in-the-wall restaurants have some of the best food on the planet? It's just, there's a graph, right? It's like an inverse. The The shadier the place, the better the food, usually. Now, there are exceptions. There are places where it's shady and the food is crap. But for the most part, if you go And you find a place they're like, I don't know about this place, it's gonna be good.
1: And there's something to going to a local place yeah. or a that it's kind of like eating the hot dog at the at the baseball stadium. It yeah. just tastes better. And it tastes better, yeah. The, there, there's something to it where it's just like I don't know, the atmosphere I agree. or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just better.
0: And then another one from Ford. Chocolate pudding or vanilla pudding? Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. That's yeah, not even close. Uh let's see here. John Burnett. So no. I had, no renovations to the hump are on the horizon. Do you think it would be better to demolish the hump and build a brand new arena, or renovate it despite it being limited? When what you can do, I'm on the record of saying they should knock down the hump and build a new arena.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I guess in an ideal world, that's what you do. But then you run into the whole where you play in your season because you're not knocking that thing down and building another one in in one off season. I don't think. And it's no. connected to. I guess you could still end up connecting it to the Mize, or do you build it in another spot? No, you're going to have to knock down the Mize and go from... I, mean, I understand
0: that it's it sucks that that's a relatively new facility, but you got to start from scratch. I mean, you go look at the pavilion, go look at the Auburn Arena, and then tell me how you're going to make the hump look like those.
1: Yeah. You can't. Ah. Uh, yeah, I guess so, but... Let's play that out, though. Really, where are you going to play your season? Because you can't get that done in offseason.
0: You couldn't You couldn't get that done from March to November? I mean, you got to... What it all Miss gotta do? You got to knock
1: it all down. You got to clean it all up. I mean, and you wh- got to well, hey, dirt on. On
0: work. And hold, it, on, hold on. Why do you have to do it where the hump is? I guess you don't. You're going to have to move some stuff. I mean, Ole Miss didn't miss a season. Auburn didn't miss a season. They just, you know, they just... Put the, the arenas I mean, in you, new I places. Guess, I don't you know, know where you'd put it. No, that's my well, point. I, 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 know, I know where I'd put it. I'd knock Dorman Hall
1: down and <laughs> put it right across the street. <laughs> well, I was just sitting here thinking, I mean, you could literally move it across the street. I mean, right there the parking lot by Sanderson and stuff, yeah. maybe you could put it there and then just make where the hump and Mize is now. Then and you, the you just have a year where and,
0: parking's a problem, but, you know. You <laughs> just, parking's already a problem. It's all, I mean, you can you can get around that. If you were getting a new grill, which would you buy? You got any uh, thoughts on that? No, this is all you... Uh, I don't own one, but I have a couple friends who have a Traeger, and they love that thing. They think it's just fantastic, and that, that apparently is the top of the line right now. So I would go that route. Magnum, Mangum, I'm sorry, Mangum Cafe. What is the best
1: golden flake chip? Mm, I'm tempted to go with uh, probably what you think is the least best, and that is dill pickle.
0: Oh God, gross!
1: I love if you can get a if you can get you a good. Uh, Golden Flake, like dill pickle chip, man, that's, that's pretty good. Um, and not a whole lot of brands make dill pickle. No, I agree with that, but... I think I'm going the, dill pickle either. The answer is Sweet Heat.
0: That's the one. For me, anyway.
1: Have you ever ate a dill pickle chip?
0: Yeah. You know what they taste like? Dill pickles? Which is gross.
1: Do you like... No, you you wouldn't like it. I don't even know why I'm about to ask you that. I was about to say, do you like fried pickles? But No. Yeah. I don't. You don't like pickles in any form. There's no way I could fix up a pickle where you would eat it.
0: No. Pickles are nasty. Caleb Glover wants to know, which is worse, car commercials or lawyer commercials? Lawyer. Lawyer. Not even close for me anyway. If you go to any Olympic games in the past, which one would you pick? Mm. He says his is Barcelona 92. That'd be a good one. Dream team.
1: I was really into that, that 96 gymnastics team. Yeah, I was Keri 11 Strug. years old. Keir Strug, yeah. but I had a thing for Dominique Mazzionu. Okay, I was plus I was in Atlanta. It was in Atlanta. There you go. Uh, but yeah, like I was really into that uh, okay. that team. That may have
0: been, I'm going. I'm going Winter Olympics. I'm going 80 Lake Placid. I want to watch the Miracle on Ice.
1: Oh, that'd be great too. So. Um, I was really into when Michael Phelps won all those medals too. That's a good one. All right, few years back. Sport or not a sport?
0: Ready? NASCAR.
1: All right, so we're going with like our opinion. You, is this that is your a sport? final
0: answer, guy, on this one? I'll tell you if I disagree or not, though.
1: Um. No. Bowling. I, Bowling's a sport. No, I, you don't think it's got a ball. And it requires, requires physical skill. physical skill
0: yeah
1: I'll, I'll allow it we'll go we'll speed go speed walking no no competitive eating no cheerleading yes Cheerleading. Is very sport. much so All right and then we more have to, so than bowling
0: we got six of them here but we're gonna rank these bears panda koala gummy yogi care and smoky
1: I'm a big Smokey fan. I'm putting Smokey at the top.
0: Number one? Yeah. Prevents forest fires. Yeah. All right, number two? Gummy. Gummy bears, two?
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I think Yogi is three here. Hey, Joel. Hey, hey Joel. How yeah, did you
1: rate me number three?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Care Bears are last. And you've got a daughter now, so you'll be watching some Care Bears very soon. Oh, I
1: can remember some Care Bears.
0: But that's a really annoying cartoon. And then it's what do you like better, pandas or koalas? Koala feels less likely to eat your face. Yeah. Let's go koala. So, our official Thunder Lightning Bear Rankings, Smokey, Gummy, Yogi, Koala, Panda, Care. I mean, there's so and many. And then Dead Last, I mean, Ole I
1: was going to say, there's there's black bears. Yeah. There's uh, polar bears. Yeah, yeah. You know, all kind of bears. Do
0: all right, Gil Clang is hitting us with the you got to keep two and leave one. So one's got to go. All right. Mexican-Italian barbecue.
1: I hate doing it because I love all three, but I think it's actually Mexican. Is Mexican what I'm getting is the rid of correct. There.
0: It's the answer for me.
1: Coffee, soda, tea
0: slash juice. Getting rid of tea juice. I'm getting rid of coffee. MLB, NBA, NFL. We have different I'm answers. getting rid of NBA. I'm getting rid of MLB. Thanksgiving, July the 4th, Father's Day. Um.
1: Probably getting rid of July 4th, actually. July 4th. Although I do like July Fourth, but if I'm gonna get rid of one of those three, it's the odd date out. Yeah.
0: And then last, the Dark Knight, Bloodsport, The
1: Godfather. We're gonna have different answers here too. Yeah. Because like I mean, I've watched Godfather, mm-hmm. but I mean it's I'd rather wa- I'd rather have the other two.
0: It insists upon itself. Uh, I'm gonna get rid of Bloodsport. All right, those are good. I questions just put there.
1: blood sport over Godfather. I know it's okay. I mean, it's just... okay.
0: <laughs> Joey Nordog wants us to rank these MSU big men on open two hand power jams: Marcus Campbell, Jarvis Vernardo, Eric Dampier, Lawrence Roberts, Abdul Adu. Dampier is number one. Yep, it's not. Even it's close. not
1: even a competition. R-
0: Lawrence Roberts is number two. Mm-hmm. Vernardo three. Adu four. And Campbell, five. That's
1: where I'm going. I can, I can live with all that. All right,
0: though. Joey Nordog. Also, I'm confused by future Brian. By the time the show is posted, he's not future Brian anymore, but he's not the same Brian as the rest of the show. Discuss. I think you're thinking too much here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, right. he, is, he, he is, is in he the is, future from the two guys that you listened to right, previously right. to him.
0: He, he was... When from the time we record the original part of the show to the time that Future Brian shows up is the future. Yes. So, how, don't don't just don't overthink Future Brian. Just enjoy him. Okay, he's a great guy. Still the only correspondent in Thunderlight in history. Exactly correct. Last one here. I think this is the last one. Yes. From Caleb Glover, we're gonna sort these names into Ole Miss or Mississippi State names. Okay. Ready? Dakota Rain Prescott. Dakota just sounds like a country name. That's Mississippi State. Yeah. Okay. Clifton Taylor the
1: fifth.
0: He's the fifth. Yeah. Ole Miss.
1: Ford. And, and Clifton Taylor yeah. asked us questions, right? Yeah, I think so. So does Ford Polk. Oh, okay, so we're, we're asking. Okay, we have like people that are contributing. No, that's just on his list. Oh, okay. Ford Polk. Ford, I like you, but
0: you have two last names. That is an old Miss name. So, yeah. Old Miss. I'm, I'm i mean, come on here. Todger Strunk. <laughs> that is that's not even an old Miss name. That's a Yale name or Harvard name or something. Bandy. Yeah. And finally, Jerry Clower. Well, we know that's, that's a Mississippi State name. Yeah. His name is Jerry. For God God's sakes. That's a new record for <laughs> yeah. long now, granted it's made possible through the news, but that's our longest podcast ever, I believe. How long so, was it? Yeah. Uh well here's a little behind the baseball or inside baseball here. Uh I took a phone call for about what, eight, seven, eight minutes? Yeah. But we're still sitting at well over an hour and thirty. Oh, uh, was it running for Yeah, yeah. I didn't stop running. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll just delete that out. Okay. You won't ever hear it. Tomorrow's show Well we're gonna we'll, we may have future Brian on that one to talk MSU South Carolina women's basketball. Um and we'll have some other football stuff to talk about. We've got to keep do another year or two uh series. For, uh, for Mike Leach and talk about that. Have a great Thursday. Back with you on Friday for Joel T. Coleman. Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi ah! media production.